Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome. And this- Thank you. Ooh, we weren't doing that anymore. Hi, Marsha. Hello, Mark. Yes, we're off to other things, I thought. Uh, welcome. Uh, you are listening to Computer and Technology Radio, and thank you, as always, for joining us. Uh, if you want to call us, we're 877-474-3302, and delighted, as always, to have you spend your Saturday with us if you're listening live or wherever else you're listening in the world. If you want to get to us in many ways, you can do that. You can listen to us, of course, on the computer. You can listen to us on your cell phones or on wireless radios. Uh, you can get us at Mark and Marcia. Uh, at Gmail, if you want to send us an email, you can get us on Mark and Marcia on Twitter, and our computer. Are we? No, I'm sorry. We're Computer and Technology Radio on Twitter, and then you can get Marcia. No, we're not. No, we're not? no. Are we no. Mark and Marcia there? You're Mark and Marcia on Twitter, and oh, I'm yeah. at Marcia Collier. Oh, that's right. Okay, so welcome. Uh, delighted, and how are you? Oh, busy week, busy week. Lots of technology news going on. Busy, yeah. busy week. You know, I thought we would also uh, talk because we were so busy last week. We were uh, we really didn't have a t- chance to talk much about what we really saw at CES. We had guests on, and we were talking about the new iPhone and such. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about what the new things were at CES that we saw, and uh, and say hello and and see what was going on for there. So what did you think at CES? What were your impressions? I'm totally all CES out. I mean, I you know. It's all the same. We just have to see if all that vaporware is really, really going to come out. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard to say. I mean, we must have seen, if I had to make a guess, about thirty different tablets, tablet, uh, P, uh, you know, miniature PCs as we like to call them. Uh, we saw a lot of that coming out. The ones that I think probably will do okay. Uh, BlackBerry is coming out with one that should be out. I think they're indicating it'll be out somewhere in March. Um, we've also got uh, the Motorola Zoom ta- tablet, which is going to be coming out fairly soon, and that's going to be the first tablet that runs the new uh, Android software Honeycomb. Uh, and so that you know, it's going to be a question. And I know you used the whole time that we were there, you used the Samsung tablet. And uh, what, what were your impressions of using that? I love the Samsung tablet. I mean, you know, it's really, really a good, uh, a, a good solid thing. Um, you know, to me, it's not going to replace a notebook mm-hmm. or a netbook. Um, I prefer having a full keyboard and a bigger screen, but the iPad's too big. So, you know, I guess for a tablet, Star Trek had it right when Beverly Crusher used to walk around the Enterprise. She used to carry a handheld tablet and, uh, yeah, I think Star Trek had it right. I think it needs to be smaller than the iPad. So whatever they're coming out, I really think the big sellers are going to be smaller and lighter than the iPad. It's interesting because uh, to me, the iPad is the perfect size. Uh, it's uh, yet you cannot, of course, I, for example, if I'm going to a, a movie or a play or a Laker game or whatever it is, uh, I don't take my iPad with me where I might take a smaller tablet with me. But even the Samsung tablet, which is I think a seven inch, if I remember right, uh, is a little bit too large to carry with me if I go someplace as opposed to taking my uh, my PDA or whatever I'm going to take with me. So I tend to take that more than anything else. But I do think that the uh, the iPad for me is the best choice in terms of size. It's 9.7 inches. It's the perfect screen for me to watch movies, for me to watch television on it, for you know book reading or what else, whatever the things that I have to do. So I'm going to continue to say that so far 
the iPad is my tablet of choice. And I think, um, did you have a chance to play with any of the tablets while we were there? Do we lose Marsha? Uh-oh. Uh, it sounds like we lost Marsha. I don't know where she went. Uh, I'm but, back. I'm oh, back. Okay. A little technical issue. What can okay. I say? <laughs> um, so, so what I said, I don't know if you heard me. I said, did you have a chance to play with any of the tablets where we, we were at? Um, CES. No, actually, I didn't play with any of the other tablets. You know, tablets were kind of, okay, that's a given. I wanted to see what's really new. And, you know, it was mostly about the same old stuff, 3D, which I don't care about. Um, <laughs> right. And, and we and, both agree on that. And a bunch of, you know, other... But speaking of texting and, you know, you comment about my walking and texting. Right. Did you see that crazy viral YouTube video about the woman in a shopping center who's texting is and the walks? Is thing? She, pardon me? She fell in water or something in a fountain or something? Or she walked headfirst into a fountain. Yeah, I heard she was really, that she was talking about. So I haven't seen the video, but I understand she was really angry. Oh, you have to. You absolutely have to go to YouTube, check out the video, um, and just search woman fell into fountain. <laughs> Yeah. Um, she she was walking, she was texting, and if you see the video, she just tripped over the low fall, a low wall that's right in front of the fountain. She fell head first. She didn't try to break her fall or anything. I mean, she was so engrossed in texting that she had no idea. I don't think she knew what happened until she hit the water. Wow. But she's threatening to sue the shopping center uh, at Berkshire Mall in Wyomingson. Pennsylvania, because security is the one who sent the video to YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I understand. She's not a happy camper. Well, you know, she, but again, she wasn't hurt at all. Right. She didn't try to break her She's fall. Yeah, she was totally embarrassed. And, you know, you're in a public place. Oh, well, I don't know how far she'd get on that lawsuit. But it's worth seeing if, you know, you're in a mood to just have a little chuckle about somebody doing something silly. Yeah, kind of interesting. So, that, so as as Marsha said, there were not, uh, you know, 3D was big. Um, Toyota actually announced at the show something called. I don't get a chance to play with this, but it's called Toyota Intune, and I believe it's the um, your way to connect to the internet while you're in the car. It has Bing, which is of course the Microsoft um, search engine. Uh, iHeart Radio. It's got a number of things in there. Pandora, and it's going to give you the ability from your Toyota vehicle to be able to now, which we've been talking about for a number of years, the ability to just turn on your radio in the car and have internet radio and all the other features that will come with this. So now you'll have search engines. Actually, frankly, you'll have more things to distract you while you're driving, which is probably not the uh, the best thing that you can do. But uh, it's kind of interesting. So I, you know, I, I, I thought that was of interest. The other thing that I thought um, was very interesting is the the interconnections of everything. Everything in the future is going to interconnections. You everything able... in the future. You sound like H.G. Wells, for God's sakes. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he invented some cool stuff. That time machine. I like that thing. I use that from time to time. Uh, you could actually buy that. You know, that was up for sale someplace. The original time machine from the original Rod Taylor movie. It was yeah. on eBay. Yeah. Do you remember how much it was selling for? Nope. 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 I just you know knew it was big. Yeah, As a matter of fact, I think the TV sh uh, one of the TV shows, uh, ooh, the 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 one. Um, anyway, it's a bunch of geeks who work at a college, and supposedly they all chipped in their money and bought it, and they got it home, and they went, ooh, this is a little big. What are we going to do yeah, with this? Took up it was a whole a huge room. Thing. I mean, it was a, it was a really cool. Do you remember the original? Because they remade the movie not that long ago. Yeah, so well, the remakes kind of, in my opinion, kind of bit. So I didn't. Yeah. Care. 
it, it wasn't certainly wasn't as good as the original uh, movie was, but but it's needless to say it's a cool device. So anyway, everything I think going forward in the future is going to be about connecting to the world and about connecting with everything you have, connecting to your internet, somehow connecting to your friends, and so on and so forth. So I think those were the uh, the coolest thing that uh, that we saw, and, and I think for us and for our kind of radio, uh, I think that you're going to find internet connected t- uh, cars are really going to be the next step up. That we're going to have screens in the cars. The question will be, will those screens be usable to a degree when you're driving your car? You know, a lot of the cars, which always annoys me, of course, but it's a safety feature, that your GPS, does your GPS work when your car's moving? Well, you can't input into it, but, right. you know, yes, it works. See, no, but I, but you can't, in other words, as you're driving, you can't change it. You have to pull to a stop and input Oh, no, I can cancel the route. I can... Uh, Alter the route while I'm driving. Yeah, oh, I can't can do that. Okay, so the only thing I can't can. do on mine is I can't watch a video. <laughs> well, no, yeah, nobody can do that unless you... But if I'm it. sitting parked, I can put a DVD in right. there and watch it. <laughs> right. I have two cars that allow you to change and one car that doesn't allow you to change. So, uh, and of course, that's a safety feature. But So the question is, will you be able to input Internet data while you're driving? And I expect it will be the same as uh, no. your device. I, I, you know, are you kidding? No. I mean... With all the granny laws that we're getting right now watching over us, I really, really don't think we're going to be able to do that. Yeah, I would expect not. But I think that you will be able to have an app in there, for example, um, the iTunes radio, which is the one that we love a lot, that uh, you can listen to our show on. I'm sure that will end up being an app where you can iTunes radio? It. No, that's not what it's called. Intune. Intune. No. No? No, Wait. no. Wait a minute. Hold on. I have it right here. Yeah, yeah. You look that up while I'll talk about something else. Yeah, it's I... Radio. I I something radio. <laughs> tune in radio tune in is radio. what it's called. Thank you. Yes, tune in. There's radio. no I. Right. I mean, I know Apple would like an I in front of everything, but yeah, no, exactly. it's uh, tune yes. in radio. Tune in radio. So if you are on an uh, iPod or if you're on a iPhone 4 or you're on a pad, download tune in radio. You can listen to us. Yeah, it's we great, promise great to pick app. up the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, I Apple. Notorious, notorious again. You know, Apple never likes do-it-yourselfers. They do not want you reaching into their equipment, touching anything, fixing anything, upgrading anything, hacking anything. I mean, period. But, you know, I think maybe that's why Apple people love the company, whatever. But they've come up with something new. Well, actually, um, this appeared actually in 2009 on the MacBook It's a new screw, because if you want to get into any Apple device, obviously you have to unscrew the screws. Mm -hmm. So they invented a new screw. They're calling it the pentabular screw. And if you look at it, it looks really similar to a Torx screw, you know, a little Torx. Mm -hmm. But better to describe it is it looks flower-shaped. It looks like a little flower. Mm -hmm. Um, Drivers for these screws aren't available. And DIY repairs, obviously, are almost impossible now. And as I said, they first used these screws in the MacBook Pro to secure the battery. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you couldn't monkey with that. And now, uh, you really can't get into anything. If you bring anything into an Apple store to be repaired, they will be replacing the screws with the pentabular screws. And uh, you can't use the iPhone Liberation Kit, which, you know, they have just come out with a new pentabular screwdriver to replace 
Yeah, to replace well, it, and that's nine ninety nine. So right, it's called the iPhone that. Liberation Kit. All right, hold that thought because we'll be right back. Don't go away. More stuff ahead. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention political advertisers. When you're thinking of the best way to market your campaign or issue, consider this. AOL advertising reaches more than 158 million voting age Americans each month. More than twice as many as elected our president. Plus, whether you're building awareness, fundraising, or getting out the vote, AOL makes it easy to find the voters you want. So put your money where the voters are, online at AOL. To learn more, visit AOLadvertising.com slash politics. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. Okay, Marsha, you wanted to finish up on that. uh, Well, no, pretty much uh, if you do want to repair your iPhone or your iPod or any Apple device, uh, there's a company called iFixit, and true capitalists that they are, 
They have invented the first generally purchasable pentalobe screwdriver. Uh, it comes with two Phillips head screws, so you can replace <clears throat> what Apple has put in there. It only costs $9.99, so you go to ifixit.com. Um, a lot of people, you know, they say, you know, does Apple have the right to keep people out of their devices? You know, but I guess you, you can say, you know, it voids the warranty, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. But people still want the right. You know, maybe you can buy a third-party battery. Maybe you can do something a little bit cheaper. Who knows? So I'm voting yes on the iFixit kit. A little more about Apple. Uh, I know you're buying Apple apps like crazy. I mean, you've got yeah. Apple apps for everything. Yep, I've got a lot of stuff. that. Uh, well, they finally about. surpassed 10 billion downloads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like our show. Bill- oh, yeah, right. At 10 billion, I don't know, you know, 10 billion people out there are buying Angry Birds and Mirror and everything else that comes right. on there. Um, it took just over a week for the App Store to generate 250 million downloads because they were giving away a con, they had a contest to give away a $10,000 iTunes gift card. Mm. Uh, that's a lot of music. That's a lot of music. Or, or anything that's a lot else. Of, and remember the yeah. way iTunes works. You know, it's probably your gift. I guess you could gift some music to people. Yeah, you can. You can gift one anything, at a, apps. But one at a time. And when you've got 10,000, that could get a little tiring. But at this pace, the uh, they figure that the iTunes store is going to be able to hit 20 billion <laughs> app downloads before the end of the year. That's nice. So, I mean, that's very cool. And you're talking and about the have, new app store for the for, to use for your um, your computers rather than your iTouch or your iPad or or your Android or whatever. Well, else. you know, Intel has an app store for netbooks. So you know, a lot of people don't know it exists, but it is definitely there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's where they can uh, go get lots of apps, and mm-hmm. they are starting to do. Intel is doing some really interesting things. Cool. So, okay, by the well, way, I found a new website over mm-hmm. the week that I really, really think is genius. Uh, go to a website called AgentAnything.com. Agent, I've heard of that. Now I realize you have a secretary, an assistant, a wife. You have somebody to do all your stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But for the rest of us who don't. <laughs> Uh, and right now it's based in New York City. So, you know, we in L.A. we won't be able to get much, or in Texas, sorry. But think about this potential market. The deal is if you have an errand that you want to have run, you just go to this website, input the errand. And, you know, I was checking it before. Uh, people w- were looking for people, you know, uh, to do a run and do a little errand for them for $10. This is great for college students and things like this. Mm-hmm. And you put a price on it um, of what you'd like to do. So the company's sole source of revenue is a fee for posting tasks. For a $10 task, Agent Anything charges the client $2.50, period. Mm-hmm. So you can put up whatever. I mean, this is great. Senior citizens, busy people, workaholics. Yeah, anybody. You need help moving. So I think this is a great idea, a brilliant startup agent anything. It's like a little concierge service for the rest of us, you know, where you're not having to pay someone $30 an hour to run your errands. Mm -hmm. Because really, do you need a $30 an hour person to go pick up your cleaning? That was kind of the old, what was it, Rent-A-Yenta that came out a number of years ago. Exactly, but this is done over the Internet. And great for college students, uh, brilliant. I mean, there is one site called Endeavor Concierge, but they are a $30 an hour service. 
So, you know, at $30 an hour, I'd pick up my own dry cleaning. But at $10 a task, if you live in a city that has a university and this website takes off, it's kind of brilliant, really. And you said the person that gets paid gets paid $10? Well, you decide how much you're willing to pay. To pay them, and then someone, someone decides to do the they task. want to do that. And go to the site, and you can see what some of the tasks are that are, you know, on there. And kind of really cool. Hmm. All right. Uh, got a, a little gaming I thought we'd do. We haven't done. This is the time of the year where uh, uh, gaming gets quiet because most of the gaming comes out just before the holidays, and now we're kind of in this quiet period where we know what's coming. Uh, may not be for several months till it comes out, uh, and there's some new gaming apps that I thought we would talk about. The big game probably that's going to come out at some point, we hope this year, is Uncharted 3, which is the PSP exclusive game, uh, which I gave uh, the, its initial run of uh, Uncharted a best game of the year vote. I thought it was one of the best games I've ever played. The second one was really quite good. Maybe not quite as good as the first one, but certainly very good. And so now they're working on the new one, which is called Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception. And it's a kind of an Indiana Jones adventure series where the graphics are amazing, the stories are fun, uh, really an incredibly enjoyable game to play. That'll be out at some point during, we hope, this year. Uh, you never really find out for sure when they're coming, but they're actual, let's see, it says their actual release release date is November 1st, so we'll see if that actually comes to play. Sometimes these games get delayed. Um, and then the Mortal Kombat series will be coming out relatively soon. Uh, that'll be sometime in April. And I don't know, have you ever played Mortal Kombat? No. <laughs> it's kind of not your game. Exactly. It's you keep asking me, do I play these games with shooting? Never. Don't well, do this it. One, this isn't so much in shooting. It's kind of chopping your head off. So this is this is the most violent for its day, and probably even today, the most violent uh, fighting game that ever came out. And so they're coming out with a new Mortal Kombat, uh, Black uh, Back to Bloodbath. So that should give you a, a general idea of what it is. And they they even had in these games a gore on and off button. So if you really wanted a lot of gore, you could turn it on. If you did not, you know, want quite as much gore, then uh, you just turned it off. Uh, next we got coming out, and a lot of these are, are games that have been made, needless to say, in the past and for many, many years. There's a new Silent Hill, which has been a very, very popular series. Uh, that'll be out at some point this year. And they've a actually made, I think, one or two theatrical movies based on Silent Hill, if I remember correctly. And it's, again, a horror kind of story, uh, dark. Many of these games are dark, and uh, they look dark, but they're fun. Uh, if you like that. And then the one that's really probably the one that's most awaited at the moment, if you're a boxing fan, is called Fight Night Champion. And this Ooh, is that a, sounds like my kind of game. Yeah. I, I, well, the, oh, I love the boxing games, actually. Absolutely love the boxing games. And this one, I've seen the uh, the graphics. They're spectacular graphics. And that will be out uh, hopefully in the next couple of months is the rumor that that will be out. But Fight Night 3 is a, or from the original Fight Night, uh, the one thing I will tell you, and, and this is absolutely true, I, I test so many games that I really do, and I think we've talked about this on the air before, uh, I have thumb issues from the video games. And when you're using the boxing games, the boxing games are very intense, and you're you know you're button mashing. And for those who play video games, know that their thumbs are usually the ones that are hurt the worst when you're playing these video games. So I you know somebody I guess eventually or they already have come out with thumb exercises to fix those of uh, you who are video game players. So that's thumb kind of the exercises. Games. How how really how silly does that sound? Really? Yeah, I know, but it hurts. I gotta tell you, my thumb hurts all the time. There are times maybe, I just have to put maybe it in. you should just stop playing video. How about this? Read a book, talk well, to your wife, 
I'm sorry. Spend what? a little time with the family. What what kind of drugs are you on today? <laughs> <laughs> are you completely insane? Okay, here you go, Marsha. How about Mario Sports Mix? I know you're a fan of Mario. Well, I know you were a fan of Zelda. Were you a fan of Mario? Yeah, Mario's okay. It's a little silly, but, you know. Okay. Well, Mario's coming out with Mario Sports uh, Mix, a bunch of little sports games, uh, volleyball and that kind of stuff. That'll be out uh, February 7th, so that's in a couple of weeks. Now, let's uh, switch a little bit over to apps, gaming apps for your phone. I've tested a number of new apps that have come out. Uh, one is called Virtual City, and you remember The Sims. Did you ever play The Sims? Okay. Well, let's talk about The Sims a little bit. Is, okay. is Virtual City like The Sims? Uh, Virtual City is is very similar to The Sims. It's now, do built... we get do we get to have like monsters? No, come that's because like, no, I I loved having the what was that Rodan or the horrible monster come in and destroy yes. the city. Yeah, that, that was, was fabulous. That was fabulous. Um, but I liked you know building the little sports arena and seeing the people cheer. That mm-hmm. always made me happy. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that. Uh, about The Sims. So how close to The Sims is this? Mm, a little bit. Th- this is along the lines of, of The Sims City, which is what we're talking about. And this one is, it's a virtual city. It only sells for about five bucks on your iPad or iPhone. And you have different, these are a little different in that in Sim City, you built an entire city and you kept building the same city. And in this kind of game, there are scenarios where you're given a set of rules that you have to do. You have to build a, you know, a paper plant or, or a recycling plant. You have goals that you have to make. Uh, but go- graphically gorgeous. Uh, that's a terrific game. There just came out with one called Hysteria 2, which is very interesting. This is the first one I've seen on an iPad or iTouch or Android that's actually video intense. So it's like playing the old adventure games you used to play on your computer, where you had to react to something that was going on the screen. Uh, and that's called Hysteria 2. That's another app on there. See if I can get a few more in before we go to break. Uh, there is one called Hamlet, which is done by Alloware, which is the company that I like. They make a lot of good uh, uh, pod and Android-type games. And this is one where you f- have to think your way through each screen. And the situations, and they're difficult, I have to say. You have to do something to make something go forward. And these are tough. And when you figure out finally what it is, you then go, oh, God, how stupid is that? You know, I should have realized what it was. And, and so okay, those are the... I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not saying that any of the games are really stupid, right? No, I'm saying I'm stupid. The, the uh, okay. Games, the games are, are brilliant. I'm stupid. So uh, that one's called Hamlet. You might want to check that out. And uh, we got a lot of stuff uh, coming up. When we come back from uh, break, we're going to talk some more about Apple. Marsha wants to talk about Chevy Yeah, I have here. a little thing about... Uh the history of Apple and some of their greatest hits, which I and think is interesting. And also, you're going to review a Netgear product coming up. Netgear uh, Wi-Fi product. We got to have Wi-Fi everywhere, right? Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi is the future. There's no question about it. Hi, right, got great stuff ahead. Don't go away. Eight seven seven four seven four three three zero two. This is Mark Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. 
Pallets.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Navy Mutual Aid Association has been serving military and their families since 1879, and we've come a long way. Our products include insurance and annuities with no sales commissions or loads to pay. At NavyMutual.org, you may obtain a quote and apply for the insurance right online. Navy Mutual is a nonprofit veteran service organization, not a commercial insurance company. Coverage is available to you and your family if you are serving on active duty or retired from the sea services. NavyMutual.org, insuring those who serve. Hi, Brian Britt here from The Brian Britt Show, where it's more than just about the money. Be sure to join me live this Tuesday at noon Pacific time when I'll be joined by one of the best-selling authors of all time, Dr. Ken Blanchard. Ken will be sharing his servant leadership model of management and how it can take your company and your life to the next level. We'll be taking your calls and giving away some signed copies of Dr. Blanchard's new book. Be sure to listen live this Tuesday at noon right here on WSRadio.com or you can go to the archives. Hi, Jack Warren, Senior VP of the WS Radio Networks. We started broadcasting on the Internet in 2001, and we've come a long way. We're a unique mix of Internet marketing and true radio broadcast professionals and have set ourselves apart in the marketplace, building up to over 3 million listeners per month. Internet radio works. What is the proof? You're listening to the proof right now. How did you find us? How is it that you're listening to this commercial right now? The good news is WS Radio is opening up local stations with a proven business business model. For the right people, we're now giving away WS Radio City licenses. No previous radio experience is required. We're looking for self-starters who have a sales background or willing to hire the right salespeople and are motivated by our unique model. What is our model? Glad you asked. We'll need a little more time to explain. To listen, just click on wsradio.com forward slash city license to a 10-minute audio for our big picture. That's wsradio.com forward slash city license. 